My name is David J. Harris Jr. Join me and millions of Americans around the country as we embrace liberty and freedom. This is the David J. Harris Jr. Show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, family and friends from around the country and literally around the world. This is another episode with your host, David J. Harris Jr. And today, my friends, I have the privilege of having one of my good friends from my hometown of Redding, California on with me today. Sean has been traveling the country in the midst of all the chaos that we're seeing take place all over the country. He's been going and he's been leading worship. He's, in, he's been inviting people to come out and just celebrate their faith together. And it is gathering individuals from all backgrounds, all walks of, of life, all colors and creeds are coming together in unity to praise God. And I think that that is the main thing that we truly need right now is we need unity. We need honor and respect of our First Amendment rights, our God-given rights. We need to come together and unite and rally around those individuals that are doing exactly what Sean is doing. So without any further ado, my guest, Sean Foyt. Sean, hey my friend, so good to see you today, <laughs> my brother. How are you doing? Oh, so good, man. Thanks so much for having me on. What a privilege. Absolutely. Well, I've had you on before. I loved it. You were running for Congress back then. It's it's really interesting how how our our good Papa God works. You know, it's like he will he will show you. It reminds me of the scripture. He's a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. And I remember hearing somebody break that down. And they said, you know, that reference comes from when they had to walk from town to town in the middle of the night at pitch black. They would hold the lamp down to their feet to make sure they knew which where they were stepping. And it was only one step at a time. And I really feel like God does that. He's done that in my life. I believe he's doing it in yours. He'll allow you to see the next step. He'll allow, oops, sorry about that. He'll allow you to see the next step just to get you moving in the direction he wants you to move in. And then he may change course. So what has it been for you to get into this political atmosphere? You were running for Congress. You were wanting to be politically active. You were politically active. And then all of this chaos, all the Antifa, Black Lives Matter protests start tearing down our cities. What was it that caused you to, to just say, we need to just invite people to get together in these cities and worship. Well, man, to be honest, you know, I was super bummed and disappointed, at, you know, uh, when I was when I didn't advance past the primary because I felt like I had such a clear word of the Lord. Like, this is what you're called to do. And, you know, we had kind of blown our life up to do that. You know, I mean, it's so mm. polarizing out there. You know, I've been a missionary. I've been a worship leader. So people from, you know, both sides of the aisle, all walks of life, you know, ha have been supporting us. But really taking a stand, uh, especially in California, out of all places, yeah. really polarized our life. And so, you know, when when I didn't when I you know, when I didn't win in the primary and then, you know, the the, the virus hit and then the church is locked down and I'm like, God, what are we doing? I need to leave this crazy state, you know, and then and then the governor made, you know, released it in order that we can't sing in church anymore. I mean, dude, it was so wild, you know, and so something really amazing happened. Um, and I just want to share this because hopefully it'll be really encouraging to you guys out there. I was super bummed, disappointed, ready to just quit. And the Lord began speaking to me and saying, you know, that now is the time, just as we've been doing across the world. I have, you know, 15 years of history worshiping with the persecuted church, going into places like North Korea, Afghanistan, Iraq, um, 
lot of really difficult places, bringing worship, you know, as a weapon to, to break in. I felt like the Lord said, now it's time to focus on America. And it's mm. time to take a stand, to be courageous, to bring that same spirit of worship that I've been doing across uh, the Middle East and across the world into, into California. And so, man, we call people with 24 hours notice to join us on the Golden Gate Bridge. And we said, and this was the wow. day after this was the day after that that order came down from the governor. And you know, yeah. it wasn't it, it was really just like, let's find the wild ones that are willing to stand up. You know, their the churches are locked down. We can't meet. Let's go out on the bridge. So we went out on the bridge, man. We had about four hundred people that joined us. Uh two hundred in, in twenty-four hours notice. In twenty-four hours, yeah. It was just amazing, <laughs> amazing mobilization. And it was black, white, Hispanic, Asian. It was just a beautiful body of Christ. 200 were on the south end of the bridge, 200 were on the north end. We met in the middle and we just had a worship service. And uh, wow. it was very raw, you know, battery powered speaker. It was super windy. Uh, the police actually showed up. It was amazing. About 20 San Francisco Police Department uh officers showed up and they said we're we came here to protect you so that you can worship wow. on the bridge uh and we, <laughs> and we just made a declaration on that bridge we just said in the midst of this crisis in the midst of the our city's burning in the midst of this lockdown uh we are declaring a new jesus people movement and we're going to worship in the midst of this and so that's kind of where it all started and then it's just exploded from there well, there's one thing that I absolutely know is taking place right now, and that's so many millions of Americans are hurting. They're struggling. They're struggling financially. They're struggling emotionally. Uh, some are being physically abused because they're under lockdown orders. They can't go to churches in certain areas. They don't have access to those services and, and to connecting with other individuals that uh, can give them hope or give them encouragement or give them advice on, on, a, on, a, on the same basis that they were used to. So I, I truly believe, you know, even for those people that may be watching that say, oh, I'm not religious, I'm not this or I'm not that, you know, it's it's kind of like this. We've seen so many video clips of the the liberal left, the progressive left, and they always seem so miserable, just miserable. It's interesting that miserable rhymes with liberal. It's kind of interesting to me. Yet when I see the videos, I'm going to show a clip of your video when I see people of all colors, all creeds, men, women, all ages, singing, laughing, dancing, enjoying life, I got to tell you, it's a breath. It's got to be a breath of fresh air for anybody that just wants to get out from underneath the heavy laden, the heavy weights of what is going on in our country right now. Yeah, I mean, that's something that's just been so powerful is you know, these gatherings we've been having have been marked by phenomenal joy. So much joy, so <laughs> much hope. You know, you're right. I mean, people have been, it have gone through it. You know, depression, anxiety, suicide rates are soaring. Drug and alcohol use are 400, levels of 400%. You know, people have lost jobs. They've lost hope. And, 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 and in the midst of all this, so many churches aren't meeting. And, you know, that's yeah. the thing is that this is the time in the, in the greatest hours of crisis, this is when we need each other, you know, and I'm thankful for technology and I love that we can watch stuff on screens, but it's just not the same. I mean, you know, that it's just right. not the same as actually being yeah. there. 
as singing with people next to you, feeling the love, getting prayer, getting ministry, looking in other yeah. people's eyes, you know, and seeing that they have hope too. So, man, it's just been so incredible uh, the the amount of joy that has just come in every time we gather. Well, I want to show a clip. This one is from uh, New York City. Uh, they can see this if you're not already following Sean Foyt. Uh, S-E-A-N-F-E-U-C-H-T on Facebook, on uh, on Facebook, on Instagram. Make sure you're following him. Uh, but I'm going to show you just a clip of what just took place a couple days ago in New York. Prophesy a spirit of revival, God, over this city. We speak a spirit of unity over the church. When we pray tonight, God, that as the worship goes up, walls of division would come down. I pray this week would be a dynamic season of synergy and momentum. So amazing. I, I don't know about you, but I feel God's presence. I feel the goodness. I feel the joy all over that. And such a stark difference from what we're seeing take place in these cities where absolute chaos is erupting. It's something that, again, to anybody watching out there, you, uh, you've got to get to one of these gatherings. You've got to get to one of them. Yeah. Check it out for yourself. See how you feel when you go there and then get prayer. Go. It's a place that you can go and get prayer. You can get advice. You can ask yeah. questions and you can be around other individuals that are full of life, that are full of hope, that are full of joy. And if you don't know why, I think you can uh, you can ask any one of them and then they'll tell you. <laughs> Sean, what's it like doing these? What's it like seeing people just come from, you know, come? you're going to all these different cities. How many cities have you been to? And what are some of the testimonies that have taken place from people that have gone there? You know, uh, I think now we're we're past, I think, 15, 15 or more cities. And we got another 15 to 20 planned uh, before wow. uh, before November. And, you know, we've really been targeting. We just feel this this call to really target cities that uh, are under extreme turmoil and despair and brokenness. You know, that's why we've gone into places like Portland, downtown Portland, you know, a block from the riots. We've gone into uh, into Seattle, into the chop, the former chop zone, autonomous zone. We've gone into there. We've gone into San Francisco. We've gone into, you know, the streets of L.A., a lot of places where people uh, have either said, you know, I they've, they've just seen pictures and images of these cities burning and rioting. But God's really writing a different story there. And and there is hope, you know, there is hope. And and the, the thing is, is there's a lot of amazing people in these cities. There's a lot of hungry people that want to experience God, that want to see this situation turn around in their city. And, you know, because they've allowed, you know, the protesters to do 
anything and everything, uh, we have had very little resistance. We've had some protesting against us, and it's gotten a little crazy in some cities. But as far as the authorities, especially the police, I mean, they, it, they've loved it when we've showed up. I mean, the NYPD, they were so thankful. We, we had a, an entire prayer time uh, that night in New York where we just prayed over the NYPD officers. Mm -hmm. And they were wow. so moved by it. They, they extended our permit uh, that was supposed to end at 8 p.m. They extended it to midnight. They were like, can you guys just stay here? Like, we actually love you being here. You bring, pe you bring peace to the city. You know, as far as testimonies, uh, brother, we've seen, I mean, we've seen people that have, have, have uh, medication where they're about to commit suicide and they throw those away and give their life to Jesus. We've seen people that wow. uh, have literally lost all hope. We saw a, a full-blown Satanist in Seattle, in CHOP, uh, that came to protest, got encountered by God, and literally left Satanism that night, gave their life to Jesus, and got baptized. <laughs> wow. Tell me that is not what we need right now in this country taking place all <laughs> over the place. You know, it's, it's so, I'm constantly reminded that uh, you and I both know God is good. He's such a good father. And I, one of my life anchor verses is God can cause all things to work together for your good. Uh, and I'm always reminded of the stories where the enemy tried to set up the children of God and it all got turned upside down on their head. And while I truly believe that the enemy is trying to use these these uh, chaotic, it's the enemy working through the people, right? I mean, it's evil working through yeah. people that are out there causing yeah. the chaos, destroying buildings, destroying property. Yeah. And even murdering individuals. You know, we we just had to find we just found out a couple of days ago about the young man, Jay Bishop, that was shot in cold blood in Portland and killed, murdered. He was murdered in cold blood. Uh, then I found out from one of my followers on Facebook that he had attended one of your events just a few weeks prior to that and was full of joy, full of hope. Uh, he knew where his eternity lied, and yet he still was, you know, he was still willing to go out there and uh and be the change agent. I truly believe he's being a catalyst. He's a martyr, you know, for what we're doing. Uh, what was that when you found out about uh, about Jay? What were, what was what were the feelings that were going through your mind that he had been at one of your events and now he's now he's in eternity? Oh man, it's so heavy. I mean, I think it just it just shows you uh, the season that we're in, like. There are real people that are 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 so full of hate and anger, like they're operating in such a demonic spirit that they would be willing to kill somebody because they don't agree with their political ideology. I mean, it is so crazy. And, it, and if anything, it reveals to us the stakes. You know, the stakes are high. Of course, yeah. you know, we we've had incredible amounts of persecution from Antifa. You know, death threats, daily getting death threats. They call my wife's phone, leaving death threats. We get letters sent to my house. Um, and, and you know, we're just worshiping Jesus. And, and somehow in 2020, that's controversial. And I'll tell you this. I've had black pastors at events telling white liberals that are holding BLM signs and other signs to put their signs down. Like our, our <laughs> gatherings are very diverse. You know, our wow. gatherings are very diverse. You know, they're very, yeah. they're very unique. We, we sung in Spanish, you know, in, in New York, you know, we, 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 we are very intentional in integrating 
uh, all of the different backgrounds, denominations, races, so people can see that it's the church rising up, you know. Yes. Um, but when when Jay was murdered in cold blood in the middle of the street, I think mm. it just is like a, it's an awakening for us to realize, like, like these people are serious. Like this is for real. Yeah. Like it, there is a a full on ideological war that's taking place that's causing people, giving people permission to do that stuff. And then when I saw the videos of them dancing around his body and celebrating the mm. fact that they had just murdered somebody i mean that was vile man you know that that is a that is a demonic spirit that is that is manifesting in those people and so man it really pushes me even more to want to see breakthrough come to want to see peace come to want to see more believers take a stand you know i had one of the portland police officers uh call me the day before we were going into portland and he said you know i i would you know recommend that you guys don't do this the city's not safe we're having people that are being stabbed and i just told him i said brother i said there are going to be thousands of christians that show up and they're not mm -hmm. afraid and they're tired of seeing their city burning they're tired of their city being made a mockery around the world and they're going to take a stand and rise up and worship and they're willing to have the, to risk you know not just the virus but they're willing to risk their life to worship freely in this city that they live in. Um, and I think that we're seeing a, a measure of boldness that's coming on the church. It really is a sifting season. But right now, mm. I feel like God's anointing people to carry a spirit of boldness and courage and might. And, uh, and, and we're seeing it happen all over America. Yes. Yeah, we are. You know, thousands showed up to Portland to just try to stand up to Antifa and BLM there and and be proud patriotic Americans that support their president. And obviously some of them like Jay are believers and have gone to your events as well. Um, and I, I agree with you. I think that it is a, it is a moment for every single individual, regardless of faith to truly choose boldness in standing up for their country and, to, and in standing up for their God given rights uh, and to really make a stand for what they believe in. I'm going to show everybody a video of uh, one of, one of Jay Bishop's good friends, talking about Jay and literally imploring the president for help. Um, before that, though, I'm going to have a quick word from, uh, from my sponsor. I'd like to take a moment and tell you about the most useful app on my phone. You know, it's hard to find the time to sit down, to read, and to learn more, but I always feel like I need to. When you don't have free time, you can't read or work on personal development. There's an incredible app that solves this problem, and I highly recommend it. It's called Blinkist. Blinkist is really unique and it works on your phone, your tablet, or your web browser. Blinkist takes the best key takeaways, the need to know information from thousands of nonfiction books and condenses them down into just 15 minutes that you can read or listen to. I like Blinkist because I can listen to it while driving in my car, while traveling, while making breakfast or working out. I loved listening to this book, Start With Why, How Great Leaders Inspire Everyone to Take Action. With Blinkist, you get unlimited access to read or listen to a massive library of condensed nonfiction books, all the books you want, and all for one low price. Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com Harris. Try it for free for seven days and save 25% off of your new subscription. 
That's Blinkist, B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T dot com slash Harris to start your free seven-day trial. And you'll also save 25% off, but only when you sign up at Blinkist.com slash Harris. That's Blinkist, B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T dot com slash Harris to start your free seven-day trial. All right, Sean, I'm going to show this video now of this uh, friend of Jay sharing a message uh, about how she felt uh, uh, about what took place with Jay's murder. There's terrorists out here trying to hunt us down, and they're, and, and they're not going to stop. And Kate Brown and Ted Wheeler today, they decided to use this pain that we're going through to blame our president for the chaos they brought out here. And when we are taking a stand against that, and we want Donald Trump to know that we need your help, and we need you to bring people out here to help yeah. our state. Wow. She's literally begging the president for help. It's pretty crazy to me that in so many of these Democrat-controlled states and cities, their cities are being burned down, torn down, businesses destroyed, Black, Hispanic, Asian businesses destroyed, obviously white folks' uh, businesses destroyed, and the president is offering help, and they're turning him down. What do you make of that? Well, you know... Um they don't want, you know, it's, it's just political games. They don't want to give him credit. You know, they, it's, it's an election year. Um, they don't want in any way, shape or form to be to, to the, for the president to be viewed as a savior uh, by coming in and offering help. It's all kind of crazy to me though, you know, and I know that, you know, in our, in our Republic, uh, states have a lot of rights and they have a lot of control and that's, you know, why we have to fight against things that are unconstitutional, like here in California, uh, but I mean, I think all of America and especially the people in those cities, I mean, there's good people that live in Portland and, and Oregon. There's great people. We're going to be with them this weekend up in Salem on Thursday and in Vancouver, Washington on, on Friday. You know, there's beautiful people up there that love their country and they love God. And they are literally sitting there as uh, and, and they, they have no recourse for the actions of their governors and their mayors that are simply yeah. just playing political games. And they're literally watching their cities burn right in front of them. Yeah, it's uh, I agree with you. It's 100 percent political. Um, I think Joe Biden proved that he, he got up and spoke, you know, a few days ago and basically blamed the president for the violence, blamed him for not denouncing it, which he's been denouncing it for months now. Uh, Joe Biden's the one that hasn't been denouncing it. Uh, and then he, he just blamed it on the president. You know, he's he's they don't want to look at uh, they don't want to help. They don't want to be held accountable for their own actions. And it's truly disheartening. Right now is the time for patriots to stand up, uh, to unite, to rally around together and to support yeah. each other. And I think support the individuals that support our country and putting America first. Uh, you're going from several you're you're in several different cities. What's coming up? I know this. I, I have a huge heart for California. I was born and raised there. You know, I love I love the state. I love uh, Northern California, where I was from, where you're at, where where you live. And uh, this Sunday, uh, this Sunday, you're going to be at the state capitol, uh, California, for California, Sacramento. You're going to be at the state capitol, 
and Gavin Newsom may even be showing up. I know you told me you'd like to have, you'd love to see 10,000 people there. Talk to us about that event and talk to us about what your hope and goal is for that event. Yeah, we, we feel it's significant. I mean, I feel such a, 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 a an, an expectation, but also a sobriety on the fact that we have to turn things around. Like it, it, it has to begin now. I feel like that, uh, that the, 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 the crazy politicians have overplayed their hand. Uh, so many of these cities have just become cesspools, Los Angeles, San Francisco, uh, even in Sacramento in many ways. I think people are tired of it. I think that people are over it. And I also believe that it, it's ne- there's never been a greater time for us to stand up in boldness. You know, Billy Graham has a statement. I love it. He says, when a, when a courageous man takes a stand, the spines of everyone else are stiffened. And, mm. you know, we took a stand on the bridge, you know, in, in, on the Golden Gate Bridge. And, you know, because of that, you know, a few nights later, we had 5,000 people with us on the beach in San Diego. From that gathering wow. in San Diego, we were actually able to shift the laws of the county. A few days later, the county came out unanimously voting that churches are now allowed to meet in public parks and public places. And a lot of it wow. had to do with the momentum of that one gathering. And so you guys never underestimate the power of the people that when we gather, things can change, not only in the spirit, not only in the in the atmosphere, not only in unity, but they can also change legislatively. And so we have senators, we have uh, people in Congress that are going to be with us. Uh, we have pastors from around the region that are going to be gathering on the 6th of September uh, this Sunday on the steps of the Capitol, we have a, a full-on permit in place, like a legal permit. We got a massive sound system, and we just decided today we're going to be live streaming the entire event. And the purpose behind that is, is we want to change the narrative. We want for people to look at Sacramento and see thousands of Christians worshiping together on the steps of the Capitol. Yes, I did extend a personal invitation to the governor. Um, and you know, my hope is that just as he's been su- as supportive of the protests and other things that he would be supportive <laughs> of believers gathering together to worship. So, exactly. um, I'm actually requesting, I'm actually requesting that he open up the whole service in prayer. Uh, so we'll see if he comes. Wow. Uh, he's been invited. His, his office knows about it. Um, I think they were trying to make plans. I think it could be amazing. Uh, but regardless, we're going to gather and it's going to be starting at 5 p.m. We're going to go until about 8 p.m. Uh, God's going to move powerfully. We're going to worship. We're going to pray. We're going to be we're going to dance on the streets. We're going to be so full of joy. And we're actually going to believe that this could be the season where things could turn around in California. God is not done with our state. I agree. God is not done with with California, with New York, with any with any state unless we're done with him. You know, one of the greatest quotes I've, I heard Mario Murillo share, he said, God will survive without America, but America will not survive without God. And I believe that it's individuals like you that are willing to put yourself out there, stand in the gap, invite others to come around and unify and pray and seek God together. That's when we'll see God heal our land. Uh, so it's a true honor, my brother, and pleasure to have you on and to know what you're doing. I've been watching and sharing and, and just praying from you from, you know, from over here in, in Texas. Final thoughts. What are your final words, final thoughts for, uh, for everybody out there today? The church has got to rise up. You know, only a united church can heal a divided nation. 
I think just as if you look in the civil rights movement throughout history, just as if you look with the actually the American Revolution started in the pulpit. It started with preachers preaching mm-hmm. the truth about the tyranny of the British. You know, I think there's yeah. an, an, an intrinsic connection and responsibility of Christians in America to take a stand for what is right, to gather together to worship. We don't need to wait for the permission of lawmakers. Uh, we don't need to allow them to erode and take away our religious beliefs. We cannot cower to the mob. We really have to stand up. And listen, it's, it, it is about honoring God. It literally is about honoring God. It's not even about, yes, I love our constitution. Yes, I believe that we have the freedoms and the liberties that have been afforded to us. And unless we exercise them, they're of no use. But I also, I am motivated because I want to honor God. And at the end of my day, I don't want to say, listen, there were some, you know, some, some governmental da, 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 that told us not to do that. I want to be like Daniel, you know, that opened the windows he opened the window mm-hmm. so that everybody could see that he was not going to stop praying. He did that in defiance. He said, no, yes. I'm not only not going to stop praying, I'm going to open the window so that you can see that I'm not going to stop praying. <laughs> and I feel like that, that this is a season where Daniels need to be raised up in the church. And listen, if you come to one of our events, we will pray that over you. You will get so filled with courage and hope and, and you'll leave different. So hopefully we'll see you soon. Yes, I hope that everybody listening goes, gets to one of Sean's events. Again, go follow him on Instagram. If you're here on Facebook, go follow him, uh, S-E-A-N-F-E-U-C-H-T, Sean Foyt. Go follow him on Facebook. Um, you can donate. He's uh, he's taking donations to help put these things on. It cannot be cheap yes. to get all, everybody Please. to travel. Get everybody, <laughs> Please. Get everybody there. Yes especially when they're doing sound systems and they're doing this for the people they are doing it for you. So uh, please get to Sean Foyt on Facebook. You can find his donation link there. If you want to support him, my brother, God bless you. God bless everything that you're doing. Thank you you for what you're doing. Love you, brother. And uh, I'm excited to see what God's going to do through you and all these events. Thank you, man. Thanks so much for the time. I so appreciate your voice and your heart. Love you, man. Love you too. And I can't wait to get to one of your events. If you're if you're coming to Dallas, make sure you let me know. We are. We're coming to Fort Worth. We just secured it in the park there in Fort Worth. It's going to be epic. Let me know. I'll be there. If I'm not already out of town, let All me know right. the dates. But gonna, I'll, I'll make sure if I'm in town, I'll be there. You're, you're, you're coming and you're going to pray and rumble on the mic with me. I'll let you know. All right. Sounds good, my brother. Love you, Sean. Thank you for joining <laughs> me. All right. Love you too. All right. Bye-bye. Friends, that is what we need. We need a whole lot more of that right there. Please get to one of Sean's events. If you are able to, please donate. Uh, Go find him on Facebook, S-E-A-N-F-E-U-C-H-T, Sean Foyt. God bless you. Give my products at uncorkedliving.com a try. I know you'll love them like I do. I take them each pretty much every single day. Please share this message, share this podcast. And have a great, great rest of your uh, rest of your day. God bless. Bye-bye. My name is David J. Harris Jr. Join me and millions of Americans around the country as we embrace liberty and freedom. This is the David J. Harris Jr. Show.